This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to another edition of the Casual Flex. I am your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes D. Scoop. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes D. Scoop. And make sure you go hit that like and subscribe button. So, another edition of the Casual Flex meets Auburn Undercover. Super excited to get into some subjects today. One of the ones I want to talk about is A Day is Approaching. Hmm. So on April 8th, uh, Auburn's 8 day scrimmage will go down in Jordan Hare Stadium. A super excited time for Auburn. I mean, uh, when it comes in comparison to when you compare the buzz around A day last year to this year, it's night and day. And of course, it goes without saying that Hugh Freeze coming in and having a new coach, definitely you want to see what the new coach is going to implement. You want to see the offense. You want to see who's gotten better. But outside of the coaching change, just the buzz around Auburn is incredible right now. Um, the amount of recruits that are considering Auburn, the level of recruits that are considering Auburn, and the frequency in which they're visiting is just like, it kind of gives you the feeling that you can see what's being built in Auburn. And um, for most Auburn fans, you know, every three to four years, and some of you probably heard me say this before, every three to four years, Auburn should, or, you know, since, since about 2004, Auburn is going to be in contention for a national championship. So it's been sort of a dark period in Auburn and, you're starting to see some of those seeds being planted to help Auburn get back to that. You know, when you, you look down for a minute, you might miss them, but you look back up and Auburn's right around the top in the top five of the rankings. And it's been that way for a while. Uh, it's a feeling that Auburn fans haven't had in a long time, but I think that feeling is uh, on the way back. So going into A-Day, I think the biggest part of A-Day outside of the scrimmage, I mean, they scrimmage each other all the time. I think it's about the show that's being able to put on and the recruiting. This will be the biggest A-Day game for recruiting in recent memory. The amount of guys who are already attending practices is, is insane. And there are going to be there are going to probably be the most five stars that you've seen in Auburn in years. Um, outside of an Iron Bowl game, you that's outside of a, of an Auburn Georgia or an Auburn Bama game. This will be the most five stars you'll see in all that you've seen in Auburn in years. 
And what's contributing to that? Well, the fact that they're going after five stars. I mean, it's not like just take a swing or just make a phone call. You've got the head coach actively recruiting five-star guys. You've got position coaches, area coaches. Everybody is all hands on deck. And guys who have probably, like last year, there were a lot of guys, if they didn't feel like they had an opportunity to get them or didn't feel like there was something, that, uh, some sort of a draw that would bring a, a recruit in, a highly ranked recruit in, there was a lot of times Auburn didn't even bother, especially if they weren't in the current class. So a lot of these 24s that Auburn is recruiting right now hadn't really heard from Auburn previous to this staff. I mean, staff changes. So um, now there's a lot of ground to make up. But I think that's also a good thing for people to know this. They're saying like, okay, oh, oh okay. Auburn hasn't recruited me previously, and I've already been recruited by school A, B, C, or D. But did A, school A, B, C, or D have the same staff? And the majority, and a lot of times when it comes to a lot of these five stars in the schools that they're considering this year, Ohio State has had the same head coach for a while. I mean, let's just go down the murderer's row of recruiting. Ohio State, same coach. Georgia, same coach. Bama, same coach. I mean, Clemson, same coach. And basically, if you go down that list, usually those will be the top four. You got to beat one. For a five-star, you're going to have to beat at least two or three of those schools. It don't matter. Like, it's only 30 of them. And to get that highly ranked talent, you're going to have to beat one of those schools. And there's been continuity at those schools over the past three to four to five years. So Auburn saying, coming in and saying, you know what, we got a new coach. No, we hadn't contacted you previously, but we're going to show you in this short period of time since our relationship recruiting has started, we're going to show you why Auburn is the best place for you. And it's got people looking. It's got people listening. It's got people visiting. Just last week, you had two five-star receivers in Auburn on the same day and it not be a football game being played just to see a practice. When is the last time that's happened? Two five-star receivers in Auburn at the same time. And that's uh, Cam Coleman and uh, Mike Matthews. Uh, Mike Matthews, so... Mike Matthews, I think Auburn is on the outside looking in when it comes to Mike Matthews. Um, but the level of player he is, he's probably the best high school receiver I've seen in person in a long time. And uh, not and, and what I think is so good about him, what makes him so good, it isn't just his ability to, uh, to use his athleticism against uh, smaller guys or guys who may not be as fast or less athletic players. It's his feel for the game and how he uses his body to, to, to his advantage. He's not the biggest guy. He's not a 6'5", 6'4", guy. He's not the physically imposing 215-pound receiver. He's not the 4'2", burner. He's a mix of all those things. And when he puts it together, the way he positions his ball, uh, excuse me, the way he positions his body, it's almost like he's rebounding a basketball and he's not even like a 6'6", type guy. So uh, definitely a, a, a stud of a player. Cam Coleman, same thing. He's a, a little bigger, a little more physically imposing. Um, type of guy that you would expect a high point for a football. But 
just having those two guys on campus, and uh, I'll write a little bit more about their visits. Uh, I kind of dug a little deeper, especially on the Mike Matthews uh, portion of it. But um, just as a tidbit, um, I talked to Mike Matthews's mom, uh, Regina, uh, after her visit, and uh, just to see from her perspective. And a lot of times, I don't like just to ask the uh, the player or the recruit how their visit went when I do talk to them. Because a lot of times, like, you know, they they industry turn when it comes to recruiting is, you know, guys leave a school and they still on a sugar rush or they're still happy or they just still in that temporary happiness. Parents are looking from a different perspective. They know what they like. They know what they see, especially parents who've been recruited before themselves as collegiate athletes. So they know what they expect. Um, they usually can be more um, – grounded when it comes to seeing all the pompous circumstance and all the red carpet being rolled out or and, and all the love that you get recruited they especially athletes that have athletes started being recruited i think uh they have a really really good sense of knowing what to look for in the school not just because they've been recruited but also because they've had to be de-recruited and every player unless you're a LeBron James, not even LeBron James, maybe Carmelo Anthony, like where he comes in and he's the man from day one, leads you to a national championship, and that's that, right? But outside of that, most players have to be de-recruited, which is one of the toughest processes to undergo for somebody who's been told told they're the best thing since sliced bread since they put a ball in their hands. So uh, I said all that to say that's one of the reasons that I like, I enjoy talking to parents of recruits after they leave a visit. But uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, Ms. Matthews said that she thought the visit was an 8. Um, thought it was really good to finally get to meet some of the coaches in person. And uh, she said she realizes that Auburn, um, which did make his top 10 or 12 schools, and they'll be going to visit all of those schools. So uh, Auburn is in the running for an official visit. They like the proximity. They definitely like uh, what Hugh Freeze has going on, and they understand uh, that there's a reason that they weren't recruited last year and they aren't holding that against Auburn. So I thought that's positive, and I think that just goes to speak to the job that this staff is doing as a whole. It's, again, a clean slate with these recruits and making them understand that, hey, Auburn is a special place. Auburn always will be a special place, but there was a different – regime here and not to say that that regime you know didn't want you or maybe they thought they couldn't get you but they are letting it be known that the regime that is in Auburn right now isn't letting any rock go unturned when it comes to getting the best football players possible to be in competition for a national championship they're not I, I, I think Auburn right now isn't recruiting for the SEC West, not recruiting to just beat Bama. They want to beat everybody. <laughs> and I know, like, the SEC West, if you win the SEC West, then you can win it all. But I think when you just see the way, the energy that goes along with it, the way that Auburn is recruiting, I, I just, I I, I, can, I I really can't see Auburn closing outside of the top 10 in Freeze's tenure. And I think even in year one, I, I could see Auburn finishing with the with the top seven, top eight class this year. 
Uh, the more I hear, the and, and let's change gears for a minute. I had somebody on the uh, 24-7 board. Make sure you go to Auburn Undercover uh, in the 24-7 Sports Network. Check out some of my writing. Make sure you go there. Subscribe so you can get all of this stuff early. You got Christy Clemente. You got Nate King. You got the OG Philip Marshall. You got Jason Caldwell, Mark Murphy, Ron Sanders, Stat Tiger. You name it, you got it. Uh, a lot of good programming and material there. But in my uh, article, uh, my column, or however you want to call it, Duke Scoops, which I usually drop uh, bi-weekly or weekly, uh, depending on how the news is flowing. Like right now, I haven't been dropping as many just because there's so much going on and Christian and Nate have just been there. So unless I got something that's some real juice, and I, you know, I talked to Ronnie about it. Like when I got juice, I drop it. So let, if you, usually when you see me um, do some writing, it's going to be because I got something probably nobody else has at the time in the market. But what I will say is um, when it went in this, uh, in the next article, I'll kind of be diving in a little bit more into who does Auburn really have a good shot with and the buzz about Auburn in Atlanta. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So last year, with so many kids coming from uh, the Langston Hughes program, um, south side of Atlanta, I was able to just tap in and go get interviews easily and all, all of that type of stuff. This year, they're recruiting all the top kids in Atlanta, no matter where they are. They want them. They're going to get them. It's not no low-hanging fruit. They're going to Gwinnett. I mean, you, go, you look at the amount of kids that they're recruiting at Parkview. Parkview has so many D1 players. They got a safety at Parkview, Zealous Hicks. He is currently in ninth grade, and he will probably be the number one safety in the country when it's all said and done, and probably a top five player. Parkview was loaded with talent. They're like this. In my opinion, I've been telling people, I think Parkview is this year's uh, Langston from last year with the amount of D1 talent. And not to take anything away from Langston, because Langston definitely has some guys this year. Can't, uh, Aaron Nolan is back. You got uh, Dontrell Glover, just got an offer from Florida today. You got uh, uh, 404 Biggs. Oh, what's, what's Biggs last night? Real name. Dice, um, he just got his fifth offer. They got a lot of guys over there at Langston still. But I said all that to say, I'm still tapped in in the city. I'm still tapped in in Atlanta. And Auburn is a school to be reckoned with. It's not, I mean, Hugh Freeze and 
uh, Coach Etheridge and uh, Coach McGriff, uh, Coach Crime, they are putting their, I think, so I think this year, Coach uh, Zach Etheridge is, is even better as a recruiter. After winning that battle against Ohio State to get Ken Lee, who's probably who, who's arguably arguably uh, Auburn's uh, best incoming freshman so far, um, he's gonna play a lot. I think right now he's 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 getting worked with the one sometimes. So uh, as a true freshman, I mean the boy was playing uh, cornerback for Cedar Grove in the championship game not even four months ago. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, a huge pickup, and I think that started even more momentum for Zach Etheridge. And when I tell you that guys know Coach Zach, like just being around the area, they know Coach Crime, especially Coach Zach, and they and they like Coach Freeze because Coach Freeze is at, is recruiting himself. You look at a guy like uh, Jalen Crawford, uh, who was heavily considered to be an LSU lean, had had had, had a long standing relationship with LSU. Auburn comes in the picture, and now he's in, now Auburn's in the top three. He's considering Auburn. I talked to his dad, Jay, often, uh, one of my good friends. And uh, Auburn's really in it. That's not just lip service. And they really appreciate the amount of time that the the coaching staff as a whole puts in. But the head coach, and especially Coach Zach and uh, Coach Crime, who came over with Coach Free. So I think um, the buzz in Atlanta for Auburn, it's getting back to the levels when I was in school. See, I, when I was in school, it it wasn't nothing to go to Auburn because especially when you in Atlanta inside the perimeter, man, you get 85 South, take you about an hour and 30 minutes, make sure you slow down in LaGrange so you don't get a ticket, and you'll be pulling up to Auburn. As soon as you see that exit 62 in Opelika, you felt better anyway. And I think now that pipeline is about to open back up because you got to think, there are some kids who don't like Georgia that are from Georgia. And there are going to be some kids that Georgia isn't going to be able to take because they're going to get a five-star from across the country. Auburn built a lot of their success in the 2000s with Georgia players. So now when you start to see those guys say, you know what, Auburn looks that much cooler again. Cam Newton coming to throw at Pro Day. Cam Newton has one of the most successful seven-on-seven programs in Atlanta. Mm. Just turn that mag turn that glass back over to Auburn. Turn that magnifying glass. Turn those specs. Turn all of that back over to Auburn. Some people were saying they didn't think it was a good thing. I thought it was great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you think about all those kids in his program that are looking at putting those eyes back in Auburn and are seeing Cam going back to Auburn. I can't remember. Before last year, how often did you see Cam Newton in Auburn? Now, granted, you know, he was playing more. He had more time, but this is the time to take advantage of it. He's probably the most visible athlete that came out of Auburn in, in recent time. Uh, maybe it was maybe a Walker Kessler or Jabari Smith Jr., but outside of that, now football-wise, probably the most visible Auburn uh, alum that's been in the league in the past few years, so – seeing him spend that type of time or even when – and shout out to Auburn Social Media Department. So my boy um, Chris Marler, a.k.a. Vern Funquist from uh, Saturday Down South, he didn't like the fact that uh, Cam was throwing and he was saying uh, Auburn football social media 
I think he said they had 14 tweets about it or they tweeted it 14 times or they made 14 different impressions about Cam Newton coming. But they're capitalizing. That's what they're doing. They need to show off that facility and getting Cam Newton to retweet it and getting other people and news. You know, the more eyeballs you put on Auburn, you turn Auburn back up in the national spotlight, which helps you in recruiting. Colorado is going to have their best recruiting class ever this year. How do I know that? Because Dion there, all the eyes up there. Colorado sounds like more of a brand name than it ever has because of Dion. So when you have guys that can actually help Auburn become a household name, not to Grandma, not to Pop Pop, not to Uncle Dukes, not to Auntie Carmen, none of that. Not to Auntie Gina, none of that. We talking about to the kids. Look, for example, a 18-year-old right now, if you're 18 years old, you were born in March 2005. Just think about that. March 2005. So when Cadillac got to Auburn, a lot of these kids he's coaching weren't even born yet. Cadillac. We're not talking about Bo Jackson. We're talking about Cadillac. The grainier those highlights look from the from the 2000 to 2010 seasons, it lets you know that things are changing. So Auburn has to get in the face of these kids who don't who didn't grow up with the tradition of Auburn being Auburn University didn't grow up knowing about Auburn now and, and Cam Newton's probably the guy that they associate Auburn with the most so absolutely I think you have to take advantage of and, and any type of way to get on social media where where the kids are you got to be on the ground and people say okay well I see him on Twitter like Twitter is arguing, Twitter is talking, and the majority of these kids want to go to Twitter for recruiting. They're not saying a whole lot on Twitter. Instagram where they want to be, and that's what Auburn football was able to take advantage of. And you saw a lot of Instagram reels and TikTok reels of Cam throwing in Auburn. And for that time period, that was the biggest news in the game. So uh, kudos to the social media team for taking advantage of that. And if nobody else knows, Auburn Twitter and Auburn social media, like last year, and uh, when Pushing P came out, the song Pushing P, and the blue peas that Auburn was running with, that took over social media. I thought it was so cool. I really did. I thought that was what was was so cool. And uh, just seeing how Auburn built that reputation that reputation for being a very vocal fan base on social media. I thought that it did wonders, and, it, and, you know, we don't know how much help Bruce Pearl needs recruiting, but it can't hurt to have a, a, a to be talked about in those circles. So, absolutely, I think that uh, it's got to be a new Auburn. Uh, we've seen it doesn't – everything doesn't have to change, but we all grow. We all evolve. This is a different Auburn. I knew, I knew when they hired John Cohen. There's no way they would have hired Hugh Freeze without John Cohen. They were gonna get Lane Kiffin. It seemed like that's a new Auburn. Like Bruce Pearl ushered in a new Auburn. So 
just knowing that the new Auburn is going to be based in tradition, but it's going to be a little, little more hip. It's going to be a little cooler. You think about the the the, the $90 million facility, football-only facility. You think about the new uh, basketball arena. You think about uh, some of the navy blue jerseys that you might see baseball wear. Like, just it, it makes you excited as an alum. Take me out of being a journalist. As an alum, of course, it makes me excited. As a journalist, it makes my job easier. I, and I use that term loosely, so you don't have to say it. Before anybody says it's like, oh, yeah, Dukes calls himself a journalist. Like, man, look, whatever, bro. But like I said, it makes my job a lot easier when people are happy to talk about Auburn, where the coach, where the coaching staff doesn't feel like you're like, you know, well, don't say this because if somebody else finds out, then they're going to take it from us. Like, no, out recruit the people who know this guy's coming. Don't be scared. Out recruit them. Georgia ain't having nobody coming on those sneak visits. Alabama, you ain't. Yeah, we'll have such and such here. We're going to have everybody here. Who cares? We're going to out recruit you. And that's the type of swagger and braggadocio. I wouldn't say braggadocio, but I would say that's a, definitely the type of swagger you got to have when you're recruiting in this fertile ground for athletes. So before I get out of here, Let's have a little bit of a conversation. What player growing up was the player that was most closely associated with you becoming a fan of your college football team? In this case, I'm going to go with Auburn. So the guy that made me really say, dang, Auburn is pretty cool, well, had to be Takeo Spikes. Man, this is back at Jefferson Pilot days. I would see this dude with this big, like, man, man, traps and neck, one number, this, man. And he was running through stuff. You hear me? Man, Spikes wasn't playing. And I was so mad when the Falcons drafted Keith Brook. And I was like, man, they're going to regret that. I thought, I'm not, I can't remember the order, but I felt like the Falcons had a good enough shot to get Spikes, and they didn't. And I was upset about that for a long time. And uh, Keith Brooklyn had a good career, but he definitely wasn't no Takeo Spikes. So, uh, yeah, Spikes was the guy that kind of um, got me like, now, you know what, Auburn's a pretty cool place. I like how they play football, man. So, uh, shout out to Spikes over there, the SEC Network, man. Uh, a really good guy, a uh, friend to a lot of folks in the fam. So, um, but, yeah, man, that's my time for today. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. We'll see you again next week. Dukes the Scoop, the Casual Flex, Auburn Undercover, we are out.